The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. So many people have thoughts and opinions in their effort to try to understand what is taking place. Many people are afraid. They see what's taking place now, more and more control. What do you think that means? What does it mean to your children? What does it mean to the whole world? Because this is global. It's not just the United States. We are under siege. A siege from Satan. We said that 20 years ago. Nobody paid attention to that. Actually, I saw it 25 years ago. We talked about divine intervention. That we're coming into that. That was said 20 years ago. Now it's easy to say it. It's easy to see it. But because we were seeing it a long time ago, writing about it, we've advanced in many ways of what we changed our life in the time of grace. We're not where we need to be in our mission or our community. We're frantic in our work, not frantic in a panicking way, but diligent that we need to move forward. 
because the signs of the times are there. This whole pandemic is showing its ugly face for what it really is. And it's amazing to me how many people are praying and the Medjugorje people, or they follow following Our Lady, they have a bad discernment. They don't understand it. They don't see the lie of it. And it is filled with lying voices. we got two feedbacks we're going to read today. And I want to address it head on. The first is one saying that the pandemic is all legitimate. And it addresses the broadcast we did a couple of weeks back, Obama the prophet. I stand behind everything I said on that. But not everybody agrees with it. So this first letter we'll read addresses objections to it. This is from Delray Beach, Florida. Your message is serving that which you claim you want to stop. It was common sense that our world would eventually face a pandemic. Stop seeding this dark, ignorant message. The possibility of a corona pandemic has been on all of our radars for the last 20 years if you are paying attention. Personally, my grandmother died in 1917 of the Spanish flu, so the potential disaster of a pandemic has always been in my awareness. This is an opportunity for the world to work together, but you choose to spread such vile fear while using our Blessed Mother as your platform. Please cease and desist and contemplate in the name of our Divine Father and Blessed Mother. Thank you. It is deeply appreciated. Walk in peace. Amen. Where is discernment? Obviously, pandemics have been here since the beginning of creation. Those things come up, but those things also are used or taken advantage of for agendas. What we're experiencing now with the coronavirus is not a natural progression of a pandemic. It's Obama's cabinet member, Emmanuel, who said, never let a crisis go to waste. That's their mentality. That's how they think. Many people out there still has not learned about Sun Tzu, to know yourself and know your enemies. That's how you win. And this individual doesn't know himself and doesn't know his enemy, or he wouldn't say that. It was spelled out very clearly on the broadcast, Obama the prophet, who stated in 2014, in five years, there will be a pandemic. And it would be airborne. And we got to get ready for it now. Why? Because they need the crisis. It needed to be seeded, propagated, to control you, tell you what you can do, when you can go outside, where you're going to be locked down to. The devil is very clever, and he's in many people today. Obama is one of them. We'll play now just what Obama said and revisit that broadcast so you can hear his own words in the context of what we're going to be talking about today. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly 
And in order for us to deal with that effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at home, but globally, that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu like the Spanish flu crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. And we're further along to be able to catch it. I cannot think of a better example of an area where we should all agree than passing this emergency funding to fight Ebola and to set up some of the public health infrastructure that we need to deal with potential outbreaks in the future. How do you argue with that? That is not a partisan issue. That is a basic common sense issue that all Americans can agree on. For the most part, people have recognized this is not a Democratic issue or a Republican issue. It's about the safety and security of the American people. So let's get it done. This can't get caught up in uh, normal politics. We need to protect the American people, and we need to show the world how America leads. Knowing your enemy means to know how he thinks. There's nine things Obama says. One, we're going to have a pandemic. Two, it's going to be airborne. Three, it's going to be deadly. Four, put in place infrastructure. Five, respond quickly. Six, five years from now. That would have been 2019 when it happens. And that's when Corona broke out in 2019. We got to catch it. The eighth one would be we have to have emergency funds. Nine, again, is the infrastructure to control. That's what this is about. This crisis that I'm talking about is not whether there's coronavirus or not. It is. But for those who are praying, those who are fasting, they know that something is not right. The clip you're about to hear is from a nurse who would not identify herself, who codes for the hospitals in many different states, coronavirus. She had called in on the Rush Limbaugh show. And obviously, for what she's saying, she only wants to be known as Jane Doe. I just wanted to make you aware that um, I do coding for uh, different hospitals across the country. What is that? Coding? What, what is coding? Uh, medical coding. We read the report and uh, put numbers to it so that we can build insurance. All right. And um, there's a lot of cases where people come in and say that They've been exposed, but they're being coded as though they have the COVID, even though they haven't even been tested. You've seen this? Yes, sir. Have you been forced to do this? No, I code it properly, but the dictation in the note, I can't control the hospital side of coding. I code for the, the ER doctor. But the hospital side is coding it as though the patient does have the COVID. Even if they've not even been tested, you've seen this happen? Yes, sir. Well, 
So the numbers are skewed everywhere. What? Okay, so to, is is there is a question of money? Uh, the more people that reportedly test positive, is there some kind of financial remuneration for the hospital? Yes. Well, that's pretty simple. <laughs> that yes, Congress. So. Uh, no wonder you're having to call in here anonymously and not even tell us what part of the state of Texas that you're in because you're revealing some really earth-shattering information here. Yes, sir, and I've, I've seen it for other states across the country, so it's not just Texas. So it's you don't California, you, you, and Arizona, and Oklahoma, and New uh, York, and it's everywhere. It's everywhere, meaning, folks. We're not getting the truth about anything related to COVID-19 and the actual number of cases. So they're referring to this as corruption. That's not what you want to define this. Because if you know your enemy, it's not about money. Those hospitals who get the money for saying it's coronavirus, yes, they do get money. But that's not the plan. The plan is to destroy the economy. The plan is is to control everything you do. The plan is is the Antichrist system. That's why our lady is here. And if you're not praying, you don't fast, you don't think of what your enemy's doing, you'll just say it's simply corruption. They're not doing that just for money. This is beyond money. The money is the incentive for those individuals to do that. And they wouldn't be doing this as they wasn't being told, look, we're not going to prosecute you. You go just put those numbers down there. We'll send you the money. We just need the numbers. Well, who needs the numbers? Ask yourself, why do they need the numbers? 100% positive? That gives the excuse to tell you what you can do and where you can go and when you can do it and how many people you'll be around. It's conditioning us to be told what to do. As well, it is to destroy the economy. Why destroy the economy? To stop you and me of healing this nation. They have to stop this next election and destroy in order to take over. Did you know what Hitler did? Of everything he did, one thing he did virtuous to the people in Germany, he fed them. He knew that was the number one thing he had to do. And he fed them right in the beginning of the war, all the way up to 1943, which is an amazing feat. But when they became hungry, that's when they turned against Hitler. So you break the economy. And whoever the president is, even if he's an angel, people will turn against him when they're hungry. You don't believe that? Then you don't understand your enemy. This is not a pandemic, naturally. It's one controlled and measured. And propagated. So, in answer to this letter, I reject everything this individual says. They said May 2nd, 2009, you are rejecting me. You are permitting sin to overcome you more and more. She's not talking about those who are against her. She's talking about her children who's reading her messages. You're permitting sin to overcome you more and more. You are permitting it to master you and to take away your power of discernment. Obviously, this letter, they listen to the broadcast and the readings, what's been written, and they don't get it. 
you can't see this, that this is about to break the economy down and the darkness to take over and rule over you and me. Oh, we've always had that in the world. Yes, we have. But we never had where a lady come down from heaven on July 30th, 1987 and said, Children, darkness reigns over the whole world. You can take those words to the bank. That there's something different in our moment. Different in this time. Different when there's a pandemic. This has all been utilized to enslave you. Limbaugh confirms the numbers. We've got fraudulent numbers all over the country. We know we got fraudulent numbers in Florida. From that, we can extrapolate. These labs are finally admitting they reported falsely. I'm sure they're saying it was a, a mistake. 100%. 100% positivity when it was 7.6, 9.8 positivity. They don't care if you hear these things and know this, because there's plenty of people out there that don't have discernment, just like our friend who wrote this letter. He won't buy into it because he don't have the power of discernment. And many people are duped. This is so complicated, most people cannot go through it. That's why he is here to help us to discover these things and understand the signs of the times. You know the message where it says everything is passing, everything's falling apart. That means the things in the institutions, including schools, are falling apart. At the same time, many people want the schools to open up. The pro-coronavirus people who utilize this virus wants to stop the schools from starting, which serves God's purpose because the schools are corrupt in what they're teaching. And they're falling apart. So evil's winning, but it's not for the virtuous. They propagate, oh, we got to get the kids in school, but we got to keep them out because they're going to die from corona. It's a lie. You're going to hear a clip from a doctor. It's going to show that the children in Europe and all other places can go to school without transmitting this virus. The mercy of the medical experts that are obviously advising the president, advising the top levels of our government on all of this, Dr. Atlas. Dr. Anthony Fauci is being taken on by the president's own economic advisor in this new piece published in USA Today. Are you saying that Dr. Fauci's advice, are you disregarding what we're hearing from those top medical experts advising the president? I'm saying look at the science. I'm saying use critical thinking and logic. Things, certain things are known. If you don't believe that, that in the science, then stop saying you believe in the science. The science says open the schools. The hmm. science says there's no risk to children. The science says teachers are not at risk if they go to school. Listen, either schools are an essential business in this country or they're not. I don't understand why people don't take into account the severe harms of not having schools. Isn't that what public policy is all about? To weigh what you're doing, not just stopping COVID-19 at all costs. If we start acting out of fear and are an outlier in this country, this country's finished. The doctor's correct, because it is in Switzerland and other countries where there's no infection from the kids, and science shows this. But the promoters of the virus 
wants to use it to keep the kids from going to school. So do we take a position, oh, we got to get them in school? It's a divine judgment because the schools are so corrupt in what they teach and the values and how they educate, they're going away. Isaiah 1 verse 27 says, Zion says, shall be redeemed in judgment. We're being punished. We've got kids in California being taught things that's unmentionable. Four, five, six years old. I've covered this in the last two or three years. Vile things in schools. The school system is rotten. It is destroying innocence. It's not teaching apprenticeship. And they're coming down right now. And they are destined to go away in the future. But that doesn't make it right for people to say, oh, we can't send them to school. Because they have an agenda. So through this judgment, there's redemption. Because we need a different kind of school system. I won't go that. That's a huge subject. We've got a different school system for our kids here. And it's not what's out there. And it's far superior to anything out there. I'm not saying that out of arrogance. I'm saying that out of knowledge to you to realize our school system is rotten all the way through. Our kids got to be educated. That's true. But not the way it's happening now because it doesn't glorify God. In Isaiah, when it says Zion will be redeemed in judgment, judgment is punishment. And that justice that happens brings you back to justice. That's what the secrets are about. What's going to take place is going to redeem souls. Why? Because beings will have nowhere to turn except back to God. That's what purification is about. Isaiah says, Zion shall be redeemed in judgment and they shall bring her back to justice. And what is justice? What was Joseph? The scripture says about St. Joseph. He was a just man. Noah was a just man. And that's righteousness. So judgment brings justice. So you got two arguments here. Go to school, don't go to school. Both are wrong. But what the argument is being presented here is to show you that they can go to school without getting the virus. But there's a judgment against the schools by promoting a lie that the kids can't go there. It's important you understand these fundamental things and peer through this. So we go into a clip of Rush Limbaugh where he covers an isolated place, which is Hawaii, of what's happening there. And there again, judgment is coming against materialism, consumerism, and chasing the dollar constantly. We know, and we've told you over and over, our money system is corrupt. That's why we tell people to buy now the miraculous measure going around, because that can't go away. And you sanctify it with the miraculous medal. It has intrinsic value from God. And man's false intrinsic value, they've made what they say is valuable, is all coming down. Yes, through lies, control, which serves the purpose of redeeming people when they lose everything through this judgment and through the suffering which brings them back to righteousness. That's why they've been telling us to use this time well. We can see it in front of us, what Our Lady's words were and what she meant 
and we know all about the consumerism and materialism that we just mentioned. Everything is passing. Everything's falling apart. And this next clip shows the clarity of that. In Hawaii, they have had a quarantine. There no tourism for two or three months now. They're not let if you if you go to Hawaii from the mainland, the first thing that happens, they, they are told that you're coming. They have an official meet you when you get off the plane at the airport. And they immediately know what hotel you're staying at. And they follow you and make sure you go there. And you have to stay quarantined for two weeks. You can't leave your hotel room for two weeks. So uh, nobody's going. Why should you when the hotels are not open? They have been closed since March. Hawaii is... Total tourism. That's its business. That is its lifeblood. And there hasn't been any because the Hawaii state government has not allowed any. So a month or so ago, the government of Hawaii announced that they were going to open up on August 1st. This led to a lot of people investing a lot of money getting their businesses, like their hotels and their restaurants, ready to go for the new arrival of tourists. They spent a lot of money. People have invested millions of dollars getting their dormant hotels ready to go. And then the state came along and announced, nope, oh, sorry, we're extending the lockdown to September 1st. So now people are out millions of dollars that they've invested in an August 1st reopen. Folks, they're, they're, they're breaking people. The, the state government in Hawaii is destroying itself. It's destroying the tourism. But now, they claim they got great success, the chauffeur does. They got a very low count on the number of infections. They got very, very low count on the number of cases. They got very, very low count on the number of deaths. But the deaths of businesses and Hawaii is a, it's a set of islands right out there in the South Pacific. They don't have any natural resources except for pineapples and coconuts, but no oil. They have to have shipments of oil and food that arrive every day to all those islands. And they come in various ways. They come in cargo aircraft. They come in by ocean-going vessel. Meaning if if anything happens to disrupt the supply line, there's, there's not much in stockpile. They pretty much use everything that they get. So you see where that's going? Nowhere. The state government is shutting things down. Why? Because those who are in the deep state... We want to break everything down. At the same time, it's a judgment. And as that punishment comes to us, it turns us toward God. But I already want that to happen to you now. Because these are the signs of the times. This next feedback shows that there are many people out there who are deluded, super educated, and they cannot understand what our lady is doing. Nor do they want to. This comes from Moscow, Idaho, and she says, Please pray for me. I share the link to your talk, Obama the Prophet, 
And I'm getting women from my parish telling me a friend of Medjugorje and Caritas are disturbing and can't be trusted, according to other websites. This is what one of my parish acquaintances said. Quote, I ran this talk, Obama the prophet, by some friends who have spent their lives in the Catholic school system, educating elementary and high school students. They are people who I consider well-grounded in their theology and who love and live the Trinity. Here's what they had to say. Basically, we find it to be based on a tendency to conflate historical, political events with the signs of the times that Jesus spoke of in such a way that any big negative event can be interpreted as happening because of complicity with evil. Jesus specifically argues against this kind of thinking when he replied to arguments that bad things happen to people because of their sins. It's an argument against the efficacy of grace and the Holy Spirit, as well as Jesus' proclamation that the kingdom is at hand. On top of that, there are throughout the Bible about 365 times when someone says, don't be afraid. I least for almost 40 years has been saying, do not be afraid. Nobody's not saying to do that. Nobody's saying to be afraid. Our whole broadcasting, everything we do is about that. So she says about her friends, and she's for us. She says, so they say Jesus specifically argued this kind of thinking when he replied to the arguments of any negative events in the culture or the world. The problem with her friends is in the Catholic system. They're well-grounded, she said, in theology, intellectualism. That's the problem. The problem is the schools. The problem is intellectualism. They can't understand what's happening. Their argument is the efficacy of the grace of what Jesus' proclamation was about the kingdom at hand. And so her friends live in the Trinity. Well, let's look what Our Lady says. You want to listen to these educated people in the Catholic school system? And many, many universities, Catholic universities, including Catholic schools. Our Lady said, April 2nd, 2006, my children, do you not recognize the signs of the times? This is a contradiction of what was just promoted by the friendlies who were well theologically educated. You want more from Our Lady? May 2nd, 2009. Part of this we've already quoted, but for the context of this letter, because they're really rejecting Our Lady. She's presented what Our Lady is saying and what we say, and they're rejecting it. Our Lady says, you are rejecting me. You are permitting sin to overcome you more and more. You are permitting it to master you and to take away your power of discernment. And then she says this, my poor children, look around you and look at the signs of the times. Do not permit darkness to envelop you. Oh, so their argument to her was saying, Jesus argued against that. She quotes her friend, Jesus specifically argues against this kind of thinking when he replied to the arguments that bad things happen to people because of their sins. What happened to Noah in the flood? What happened to Sodom? What happened to Nineveh? They repented. That's what this is about. Our ladies here say repent. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to not suffer. 
But that suffering, the chastisements, the punishments is going to bring us to justice. Let's go into Christianity as origin. Jesus is walking in the temple. He says, you see these stones? Not one would be on top of another. Because of their sins in 70 years, it was destroyed by the Romans. But we're in a different moment from now. Very different. We're in an antichrist system. And the intellectuals, the theological minds, can't accept Our Lady. And that's why she says, you're rejecting me. You're too educated in the wrong way. Our Lady says, I'm here to teach you. She wants us to understand the signs of the time. May 2nd, 2016. I invite you. This is the Virgin Mary. And by what this is presented in the letter, Our Lady's in conflict, according to them, to Jesus. I invite you, my children, to observe well the signs of the times. Her friend says, we find it to be based on a tendency to conflate historical political events with the signs of the times that Jesus spoke in such a way that any big negative events can be interpreted as happening because of complicity with evil. Jesus specifically argues against this kind of thinking. Well, there's a problem here, a big, big problem. Either they're right and our lady's wrong or our lady's right and they're wrong. You decide who you're going with. This is what's wrong with our school system. She says, they are very well into the education system. High school students, grounded in their theology and the Trinity. And you wonder why evil is trying to stop kids from going to school? At the same time, on the other side, trying to get them into the school? Both ways is wrong. It's got to be a new system. And that's exactly why our lady's here. Because we've got to relearn every single thing. Because what we've been taught can be observed by the signs of the times today. October 2nd, 2014. My children, do you not recognize the signs of these times? Mary, are you contradicting your son? Or are you contradicting the school system? Uh, what's been taught? An error to many people. Are we missing the boat? Are we off base? Already covers the other side. Talk about that we are in that time where the signs can be seen. May 25th, 1995. Satan is strong and with all his forces wants to bring the most people closer to himself and to sin. I would say any time in history the Virgin Mary came and said something like that, that we are in an anti-Christ system. That is why, she says, he's on the prowl to snatch more every moment. January 1st, 2001. Now, when Satan is unchained, you find me anywhere in 2,000 years of history where anybody prophesies that Satan is unchained at this moment. You can say World War II. You can say all these things. No, this is different. Because there's no protection when Satan is unchained. And I tell us what you have to do for protection. Now that when Satan is unchained, I desire you to be consecrated to my heart and the heart of my son Jesus. That's your only protection today. That's all you can do. The system is too big. It's growing. And it's controlling. You go out yourself and you look at the mask on people's face. And if you're at a restaurant 
or somebody's dipping ice cream for you, they're pulling the mask off with their fingers with gloves on, touching the nose, and they put it back up, up and down. Within three or four minutes, you're going to see them touching the mask, which they're breathing on the fingertips, whether you got a glove or not glove. You're actually the mask. You can observe yourself that it is spreading more germs than if you didn't have a mask. Where'd six feet come from? It's not scientific. They just came up with it to control you. Know yourself and know your enemy. February 2nd, 2012. My children, pride has come to rue. October 16th, 1986. Satan wants to sift you through everyday affairs and in your life he wants to snatch the first place. November 25th, 2001. Peacelessness has begun to reign in hearts and hatred reigns in the world. That is a big proclamation. Now, we got total confirmation that Our Lady said, in this moment, that's her time, hatred reigns in the world. And what I've already quoted, July 30th, 1987, children, darkness reigns over the whole world. So my friend in Moscow, Idaho, reject these people. Reject their mentalities. Just pray for them. But don't be swayed by their education and what they think. And, oh, this is just another time of efficacy of the Holy Spirit. That everything will be hunky-dory. It's not. So I'll finish the rest of this letter to give you a full understanding of what we're against. So this is the remaining statement concerning Obama the prophet. That's what they say. To that, we would add that while this theological focus may differ from the friend of Medjugorje, it's where God has led us on our spiritual journey, and we certainly don't want to offend our St. Augustine's friends. May the peace of Christ be with you all. And then our supporter from Moscow, Idaho, finishes by saying, I have tried for the last two years to help people open up to Medj.com, and to tell them about Mary. I believe I have only had two positive responses. Please pray for us here in Moscow, Idaho. So many of us Catholics already know it all, are too busy to take notice or believe lying voices. Though no one go with me, still I will follow. Good for her. Because she says, I've gotten only two people on the boat. You know what the scripture says? If you say one soul, you're guaranteed heaven. You're already ahead. Don't stop. Don't be swayed by these people. Because they've come to me before. Oh, you need to go take theological courses because they want to brainwash me away from our lady's messages. We don't need anything else except scriptures, our prayer, our fasting, the sacraments, and Our Lady's words. Because these words from heaven are words to show modern man how to understand the scriptures and live in an evil time. And it's why Our Lady said our most profound message on April 4th, 1985, I wish to keep on giving you messages as it has never been in history from the beginning of the world. Checkmate.
just by that one message. It's not a time to back down. It's a time to move forward against enemy mentalities. And another word for our friend from Moscow, Idaho, don't worry about impressing your friends. Our Lady will do that with the secrets. And then they'll be coming to you to be educated. And remember, judgment brings punishment, and punishment brings redemption. Don't be weak. Don't be silent. Our Lady said, spread my messages. And that translates into a way of life. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.